0: to my ear the mysterious barricades calls to mind a train puffing steadily through fields in flat countryside but this obviously cannot have been the intention of a composer writing in seventeen seventeen and is equally unhelpful in decrypting what cooperon meant if he meant anything at all my friend returned to his music thereafter and we spoke no more that day over the next few weeks several other cases arose which meant that elgar and his music slipped from my mind It was on Wednesday, the 22nd of February, 1899, that Holmes received a bulky envelope in the post. He opened it and drew out a letter affixed to a musical score. "'Mr. Elgar has certainly taken my comment about the derivation of its theme from his name to heart,' he remarked and passed the letter to me. I looked at it and read out, "'Dear Mr. Holmes, I shall come to you at 11 o'clock on Saturday, 25th of February, to discuss progress on my new variations.' of which I attach first draft of the score. Sincerely. And rather than signing his name, Elgar had written the first four notes of his theme. "Uh, What do you make of the score? I asked. I shall have to go through it, said Holmes. Although I note Mr. Elgar's financial position has not improved since we first saw him, as he is still writing on hand-ruled staves. As I or my reader might read a novel, so Holmes now settled down to study Elgar's manuscript. Occasionally he took up his violin and played some notes, which I took to be from the notes in front of him, though, as far as I could see, he barely looked at the staves while he played. I watched and listened for a while, but I knew better than to disturb him, and so betook myself to my club, where I spent the rest of the day. When I came back, Holmes did not even look around, as he was still poring over the score. Another two hours had passed, and I was contemplating retirement to bed when Holmes turned to me. "'A most interesting case,' he commented. "'I confess that Mr. Elgar has quite surpassed my musical expectations. When I heard his original theme, I am bound to say that I had no great expectations that anything of any great merit would come of it. But this music has melody, death, charm, and craftsmanship. And uh, do you feel that with this piece Elgar avoids the charge of egotism that we levelled at him the last time he was here?' Mr. Elgar has remained true to his original decision to write a set of variations on his theme. The fact that his name so obviously lines behind its notes and rhythms would normally suggest that he could not, to use his phrase, be entirely absolved of the charge of self-obsession. But each variation seems to take on a personality of its own. We shall have to see what Mr. Elgar has to say when he arrives on Saturday. At the hour appointed on the Saturday, Elgar was at our threshold. "'What think you?' he asked us. "'Of my piece. Since my last visit to London, "'I've written my variations and labelled each one with the initials of my friends. "'I've tried to imagine how each one of my friends might have written their own variation "'if they were asked us enough to compose.' "'And may I ask to whom the last variation relates? "'I note that it is more than twice as long as any other.' "'There was a pause. "'It is actually my own variation,' said Elgar eventually, in a quiet voice.